This is Rita with Voting Equals Democracy, and today we will be understanding the importance of voting this upcoming November. I will be interviewing the president of Dolphin Democrats, Alfredo Olvera. So, Alfredo, do you just want to start by introducing yourself? Sure. Okay, so first, first of all, thank you for, for inviting me to be here. Uh, uh, it is amazing that you are doing this and having a platform for you know, not only for people to speak, but also for everybody to hear, because I think uh, 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 podcasts like this are very important. But, so my name is Alfredo Olvera. I am a professionally, I'm a realtor in, in the state of Florida. I work in Broward County, Palm Beach, and Miami a little bit too. And then my experience, so uh, here's the thing. I started uh, involving politics, get involved in politics in 2016. Uh, I was a United States green card holder before that. I became a citizen in 2015. When uh, I found out that Donald Trump was going to run for office, I decided to go ahead and get my citizenship based on the record that I knew of how terrible he was to immigrants, uh, and people of color in the past. So I decided to uh, become more involved. So I became a citizen. And then... Um, Obviously, as we all know, uh, Hillary lost, and I thought it was time for me to get involved. It was uh, one of those things where you just can't be on the sidelines or, or, or not being political. I, I sort of knew what was coming, so me and a group of friends, we started what is called now the Resistance Branch, which was just for fun at first. We just wanted to meet like once a month, once every other month, just to talk about politics. What it started as a, as a branch, sort of to uh, just talk about what had happened uh, during the 2016 ele election. It became sort of a small movement for a group of us. Uh, we invited friends and elected officials, and we did fundraising, fundraising for causes that really mattered to us, like uh, uh, any cause that would fight for for women's rights or LGBTQ rights. And uh, we were very successful. We met about eight to nine times uh, per year, except for this year because of coronavirus. But while I was doing that, I uh, met a friend and uh, he said, oh, you should join the Dolphin Democrats. I didn't know much, to be honest, about the Dolphin Democrats, which is the organization where I am president right now. Uh, so I became a member. I uh, learned that that organization at that time had been uh, since 1982, so 35 years at that time, uh, in 2017. So I uh, decided to just go to the meetings, and then um, there were some directorship positions available, and they have elections whenever there is a position available. So I put my name in the hat and, and started, um, um, won the election as a director. But uh, I think, like, you know, once you are at the table, you have to find ways um, to make sure that you're actually the one making the decisions or leading. Uh, in 2019, I decided that I was, it was time for me to lead, and I ran as president. And here I am right now. My term is about to end in February. Uh, most likely, I will be running for a second term. But uh, the Dolphin Democrats is just, uh, it's a, organization it's a caucus for Broward County we are part of the Florida LGBTQ plus Democratic caucus 
that is an extension of the Florida Democratic Party. So the state caucus has different chapters. Uh, in some some places like Miami Day has its own chapter, Broward County has its own chapter, and then in other state in other counties there's two or three counties together. But we have about nine chapters right now. And that's how I became politically involved. That's where my work started with the Dolphin Democrats. That's amazing. That's so great to hear how your story of coming from another country just led you to become super politically involved in America and all of the work you've done. So great job. No, thank you. Thank you. So my next question is, seeing that Dolphin Democrats is a part of the LGBTQ plus Democratic caucus in Florida, what is the significance of this election for the LGBTQ plus community? Why is it important to vote this upcoming November? Oh my gosh, where should I start? Um, so, that, do we have our afternoon? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so here's the thing what people don't think about it. You know, when we think about LGBTQ rights, we're thinking at the federal level. So we're thinking, oh, we want uh, to have the right to uh, to be married. We want to have the right to uh, adopt children. We, we want to have many rights. But what people sometimes either don't know or have a tendency to forget is that, for example, in the state of Florida, we don't have federal protections for certain things. We don't have federal protections for for uh, uh, um, credit and housing and, you know, employment. And some of those protections can be uh, acquired at the state level. Uh, and that is something that you don't, and at the city level too. For example, in Fort Lauderdale, Broward County, they have had uh, human rights ordinances for quite a while already. Those ordinances prevent people from discriminating in the county of Broward um, uh, against LGBTQ people. So the importance of the 2020 election goes all the way from the most simple election to the election of the 2020 uh, uh, for for president. and that goes to the state. You know, the state for many years, for quite a few years already, a group of people have tried to pass the, the um, I'm going to butcher this, the, the Workforce Competitive Act, uh, which it will provide all those protections for the citizens of Florida, but it, has, it hasn't been heard on the floor because they're, right now the state house and the state uh, senate are ruled by Republicans. So the Democrats and independents are the minority. And if anybody has a taste of Tallahassee, it's very divisive. And even if they, we elect, let's say, a progressive Republican, if the party says no, no progressive Republican, which that's, that's, that's like a unicorn, no progressive re- Republican can, can actually vote yet on something that is uh, 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 progressive, actually. So... Um, so it is important. It is important that we pay attention to uh, to municipalities, uh, elections in municipalities, because they, they tell us, you know, they pretty much dictate how we live our daily lives. And we're talking about water, streets, uh, uh, you know, from simple things as trash collection and many other things that, you know, like we have a huge problem that because in the past, um, uh, in Fort Lauderdale, in the past, the commission has not put enough money into it now it has become a crisis, which is the sewage spill that we have had in the city. So it's important that we 
we uh, learn about these candidates. And the same thing at the state legislature. Many people, I mean, if I don't have the numbers with me, but, you know, as United States congressmen can have, usually have more votes within a district, within a state representative or state senate, than actually the people running for that state senate. Uh, uh, um, two people won't vote. What I'm trying to say is two people won't vote for a state senate, but they will vote for a congress uh, candidate, congressional candidate. So, so we 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 have to pay attention to that. We we gotta get make sure that you know counties like Broward County keep those uh, uh, human rights ordinances. We gotta make sure that in the case of Democrats, which I'm a hardcore Democrat, that we uh, help elect more Democrats so the workforce act passes at the state at the federal level. We gotta make sure that we elect Democrats so they pass the uh, the Equality Act which it will also provide all those uh, benefits, all those rights to uh, LGBTQ people at the federal level. Uh, more than anything, we need a, a president that is not going to veto any of these progressive laws that will benefit not only, not only uh, LGBTQ people, but every single community. The thing is that we can't just think about LGBTQ anymore because every single letter of our alphabet, with exception of of G, which is gay for male, has a, has a woman in that. So when we think about LGBTQ people, we have to think about women's rights, people of color's rights, uh, people with disabilities. It's, it's, it's everybody. And, uh, and we can't be leaving people behind. And uh, that's why it's so important, so important that people become part of the process. Uh, we want to make sure that people vote. It's easier... Uh, it's it's just first it's, it's a civic duty. The second is like it, it, it makes you feel really good when you go ahead and cast the vote for somebody, whether they win or not. It makes you feel good, and it's, it's something that we all should be doing, just like paying taxes. Right, I totally agree with you. I think that the stakes of this upcoming election are super important for people of all different, you know, class classes. I mean different religions, ethnicities, sexualities, disabilities, races. It's just a super important election for diverse people to come together and see change in society. It is. It is. It is so. And that's why we need more people like you doing this podcast, having the conversation, because here's what's going to happen. And it happened with uh, President Obama. You know, we get so excited. The excitement right now about uh, the presidential election is so big. Like, you know, like there's nowhere you can go that you don't see an ad for any of the candidates. But what we need to do is we need to continue to have those conversations because guess what? If we drop the ball in 2018, then um, we don't elect uh, more Congress, uh, uh, people to Congress or Senate. And that doesn't serve us. That doesn't help us because we consistently, this is one thing along party lines that the Republicans do better than the Democrats. It's they're consistently voting according to the party. So we gotta continue. If we take it by any chance, we take over Congress and we take over, we take over the House and the Senate. We gotta make sure that we keep having these conversations, knowing about the issues, and being engaged more than anything. Listen, voting takes about about five minutes total. 
Like from the moment you get out of the car to the moment you forward and come back, especially in Florida, I'm talking about Broward County in particular, because we get we get uh, uh, during election um, uh, November election we get 12 days of voting. I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of time for us to vote. We just gotta make sure that we actually uh, 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 get engaged and vote. Right, and let me just ask you, what is the ultimate message that you were trying to spread about? civic engagement and the importance of voting so here's the thing it's like uh, the, the message that we've been trying to do is education there is listen we want everybody to vote but we want also people to get the go the extra mile and educate themselves you know right now there are six amendments to the constitution and every single election every two years there are some amendments anywhere in between it could be anywhere in between one to 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 seven. Uh, it depends on the year. Uh, this year we have this year we have six. And a lot of these things are life changing for a lot of people. You know, for example, this year we're talking about we're talking about uh, we're gonna get to choose whether we raise uh, the minimum wage to fifteen dollars or not. You know, we're gonna get to choose a couple other things that are extremely important for uh, for veterans or for people, homeowners, and, uh, and we want to make sure that people educate themselves. It, it is, listen, politics is not sexy. It is, it is tedious. It's very hard. They make it hard for people to educate themselves on purpose. Uh, but, you know, we spend a lot of time on social media. Might as well just take a few of those minutes on social media to just Find out about who's going to be your commissioner, who's going to be your your uh, mayor, who's going to be your congressman. And you can ask people, and I, I don't know, but I can I, I feel based on the political work that 50% of the people that you ask, they might not even know who they're going, the congressman or congresswoman. So um, so what we're trying to do is just people, if they stayed uh, educated, you know, take the take the five minutes a day. Do the research. Do the work. Uh, uh, make sure that you vote for the right person, and make sure that you vote for your rights more than anything. You know, uh, all these all these candidates have a website. It's nowadays it's very easy if they have been elected to look at the records because there's so much media out there. You know, there's so much misinformation. But uh, we have government sites. If you want to. Uh, elect a candidate, then go ahead and see how they have voted. Have they voted for you or against you? And um, uh, that's our message. It's just become an educated voter and make sure that you vote often. I totally agree. I think that especially the media, it plays a critical role in educating Americans, both the youth and the older generations. And what that does is that spreads information about what's going on today and what candidates are running, what their stances on political issues are. So I think that that's a great point you make. Education is something that needs to be diffused across America in order for us to see change and reform. It is. But, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you know, um, I think we are... There's three things that people don't talk at the dinner table, and those are politics, money, and religion. And those seems to be the three things that people have the most problems with. So I think it's time that we change that. I think it's time that we start talking about politics. Listen, we don't have to agree. 
we don't have we we we're human beings we the chances of us being on the same page are going to be very very uh, uh, low but what we do have to know is understand each other and i think that's what we have lost in the last few years we're not even willing to listen to the other side but at the same time you know like um there are things that just that 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 just can't be uh uh debated you know like it's to a point like women's rights must happen like women must have rights lgbtq must have rights i'm not ever going to debate i've been invited to to debate and talk about whether lgbtq people need a, a, a need to have all the rights i'm like it's not a whether it's like a yes or no but but uh but, but it's important that we take you know we take the education route and we start having those conversations at the dinner table that we start having those conversations with our friends uh, uh, at school, uh, 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 you know, social gatherings. You don't have to be hundred politically, hundred percent politically involved, but you do have to be a little bit aware of what is happening. In my opinion, I definitely agree, and that's something that I'm trying to do on my platform is to just educate and spread my knowledge along with the knowledge of other people like you who um you know have expertise in this field to inspire other people to get engaged get involved and make their voices heard yes and if, you know if there's anybody who wants to ever get involved with the dolphin democrats uh um, they can go ahead to uh dolphindems.org and send us a message there uh, we would love to you know like we would love to have anybody the only requisite is to be a democrat uh registered democrat but um it, it's important and there's so many things that we can do like just as little as just attending one meeting one political meeting to like you know become president of, orga- of an organization or run for office that's awesome um i'll definitely spread the word Thank you, thank you so. Thank you for what you're doing. Thank you so much, Dolphin Democrats and Alfredo Oliveira. That concludes this episode with voting equals democracy. Stay tuned for next episode to understand the greater significance and importance of voting.